Is this live? Ladies and gentlemen, we are live! Yeah, okay. You got fine. What are you doing? Thank you, dummies. Coming at ya! Welcome to another edition of Amp Radio, another MMA podcast. We're coming at you live and unedited from the mean streets of Danville, California. Proteus, the Amp Studios themselves. So we're coming at you live and unedited from the week that was. UFC 238 and Bellator 222, which will drop Hottie on Hottie Crime here. We go straight to the first lady of AMP Radio, the lady that always has time for a suntan and, of course, perhaps a margarita. Hit it! Crown and Coke, baby. Crown and Coke. Hi, guys. I feel like we broke up and then we got back together. How's everybody? I think I'm the only one that's broken up and hasn't gotten back together. How about that? <laughs> Hold on. We'll throw a rim shot on that one uh, later. Let's go up north. Pam, I'm going to hate to do it, but we're going to have to go up north. Not a big fan of the Toronto Raptors right now. Actually, I'm a fan of the Raptors. I'm just not a fan of the is that fans a team? that what we're is doing. That? Yeah, I don't know. We'll find out from Proteus right now. As everybody in Canada is now saying we – we won, we won, they lost. Hit it! Yes, indeed. Coming at you live and direct to your ear holes from the true North Strong and Free. That's right, the AMP Studios International. Tony, how are you this evening? What's up? What's up? Had to do it early for Marco. Had to do it early because, you know, Marco right now is rooting (laughs) straight up for the Raptors. And we love the Raptors. We love Canada, right? Don't we? I do. No one got that joke? Okay. All right. I love it. We might have to put Pammy on on mute right now. All right. Hit it. She does have a lot of animals in her house. Screw the Raptors, go USA, and let's talk about Bellator Triple Deuce this weekend. (laughs) I cannot root for the Raptors, and I'm not Canadian. You know what, but we have a Canadian in our midst. Of course, the one and only Proteus. Uh, Proteus, by the way, how do you root for someone... until the end of this week, I hate Proteus. Next week, I'll lock him again. <laughs> All right. All right. They do have a better uh, national anthem than we do. I have to give them that. There's no Blast doubt about it. You better hush your mouth. Blast Am I wrong? Me. Am I wrong? Blast okay. Me. You know what? I take it back. Proteus, I take back the compliment. But let's, let's hit it, guys, because we're going to go into this pretty quick. Because, as the great Sweet Brown said, and of course the great Gigi, ain't no, ain't nobody got time for that. And of course, as Marco says, Marco, hit your drop, please. I got like a million drops. Let's talk some. Let's talk some MMA. <laughs> All right. <laughs> 
All right, guys, let's get into it. We go back to the place where the referees are just as good as the Warrior bench right now, which is not very good. We go back to the Madison Square Garden Arena in New York, New York, which will probably not have the great Kevin Durant and, of course, Kyrie Irving. Bellator 222, McDonald, God, God rest his poor MMA soul, versus Neiman Gracie. It will take place this Saturday, June 14th, at the Madison Square Garden Arena in New York, New York. Am I right? Is it, is it, is it, is it Friday? You know what? Never mind. Friday. 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 And we ain't got crap to do, right? Um, yeah. No? Okay. That, oh. Well, our, ooh, look at that. We're being serenaded already. All right. Let's, let's, let's get into this, guys, because uh, there's a lot on the line. And we're going to start with you, Pammy. Okay. We go. <laughs> no, 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 not what's up. We go to the welterweight division. We go okay. as champion. Corey okay, McDonald, who once was a great fighter, and now he has found peace, I guess. Uh, I'm, I'm worried yeah. about Corey. I'm not going to lie. And he will fight Neiman Gracie. Unfortunately, guys, it's, it's a 29-year-old fighter that's had a lot of fights versus a 30-year-old fighter that has had nine fights total, undefeated at that. Tammy would go over to you. Will it be okay. Corey McDonald moving on in his own tournament, the welterweight division, or will it be Neiman Gracie who will face, of course, the one and only Douglas Lima? All right. So I think we need to cha- change Rory's name to Rory Lama, like the Dalai Lama, but Rory Lama. But anyway, Rory, who has a soul now, McDonald, uh, versus Neiman Gracie, 9 and 0, of course, uh, the famed uh, Gracie Familia. Um, no KOs, but uh, eight submissions and one decision. Uh, BJJ, or Black Belt in Jiu Jitsu. What I'm questioning is his fight resume. Okay, you look at his fight resume, and um, that's where you would pay the drop. Who the fuck are these guys? I have no clue who these guys are. Did I watch the fights? Yes, I did watch, but I don't know who these people are. Where You're going against Rory Mack. Rory, I think uh, Rory with a soul is still going to beat uh, Neiman Gracie. He's just, I think, more uh, well-rounded uh, kickboxing, jiu-jitsu, black belt. Wrestling, uh, he's got three-inch three, eight, three inch reach advantage. I just think he's a little more polished, has a little bit more experience in the ring. And um, I, I think after his last fight, I, I think um, I think he's got a little bit of uh, incentive now to give us a better show. But I'm going Rory by, I don't want to say decision. I'm going to say he, he's uh, due for a, a TKO. Uh, Rory TKO. Uh, I'm going third round. So Pammy taking the great Hori McDonald, which man, whatever happened to that guy? I missed the great Hori Lama, Red King, right? Hori McDonald. I'm gonna go next, Proteus, and I'm gonna go. I, I it's gonna it's gonna kill me to say this, just not uh, as a huge Hori McDonald fan. I think he's done, guys. I think he's done mentally. 
which is more than 50% of the game. I kid you not. So I'm going Neiman Gracie, and I'm going Neiman Gracie via submission, and Horry's not going to tap. So Horry's going to go out. Rear naked choke in a second. Um, Proteus, we go to you. The great up, the great north, the home of course GSP, the Raptors. Oh, Canada. And of course, the one and only Corey McDonald. Yeah, I do like I I do like Canada's um, national anthem. It's a pretty one. Shout out to Canada, and of course, uh, Proteus is picked. Proteus, we go to you. Will it be Corey McDonald, or will it be? The one and only Neiman Gracie. Well, DJ Tony, before we get started, let me give you the odds on this particular fight from five dimes. Neiman Gracie right now, uh, the, uh, it looks like uh, the underdog at a plus 140. Rory McDonald uh, at a oh. minus 170. Oh, okay. uh, so, you know, the odds are pretty close, right, Marco? I mean, it's it's a pretty close fight. And, again, I think that, Tony, we're calling this a pretty close fight right now is because of what happened um, with Rory McDonald's last fight against John Fitch. And, of course, John Fitch, as uh, John Morgan had reported today, is on site uh, ready to weigh in just in case uh, he needs oh. to be there uh, to fill in. Um, for, well, you know, yeah, your boy, Hori. Well, just in case Hori doesn't, you know, as as John said in his tweet uh, a number of hours ago, you know, if a guy is uh, saying he really doesn't want to do it anymore and he's, you know, contracted yeah. to be uh, in this tournament defending his belt, again, guys, I believe I, I believe I said this at the beginning of the tournament. I think it was a lot of stress to put on Rory McDonald to have to defend his belt every single time. I think that Perhaps the champion, you know, wanted to be in the tournament, but it's probably not a, the best idea for the tur- uh, the champion to defend his belt every single time. But, I mean, if you want to be in the tournament, that's what you got to do. Um, I'm going to take Rory McDonald, guys, um, just because he should win this fight uh, on um, experience alone. Um, you know, uh, Neiman Gracie, as Pam pointed out, uh, you know, fighting who the fuck is that guy? Uh, and uh, very early in his career, but you know, we cannot dismiss the ground game of uh, Neiman Gracie. I'm going to take Rory McDonald um, by decision. Cool. This is interesting. Pam going with Rory. I, of course, am going with Rory. Only in my mind, my official pick is Neiman Gracie. Um, Proteus, of course, going with Rory. So two against one, two Rory, one Neiman. Proteus, let's go to the great Marco from uh, Waco. Marco, we go to you. Will it be Hori or will it be Neiman Gracie? Yeah. Not his real last name, by the way. I'm going to start by saying this is an MMA show. This is not an NBA show. So no more freaking Raptors references. Ouch. No way, Raptors. So I am sick and tired of hearing that – Rory McDonald is not in the game anymore. Kitty had no problem punching and kicking John Fitch on that fight, man. People are giving no credit to John Fitch for, for dragging that fight and turning it into a draw. A lot of people thought he, put up, he probably uh, pulled that fight up. You know, whatever. Rory McDonald did, did not lose to Demi Mayan, that is a much better freaking jiu-jitsu player than Neiman Gracie and a much more experienced MMA fighter than Neiman Gracie. I don't see freaking Neiman Gracie freaking 
even smelling a, a win against Rory McDonald. Even an unmotivated Rory McDonald is 10 times better than Neiman Gracie at this point in his career. I'm going to pick Rory McDonald, and I'm going to pick a Rory McDonald that even, even, even if he's going to hurt his soul, he's going to freaking hurt Neiman Gracie and TKO on the second round. I can't believe I'm saying this. Marco going, of course, with uh, with Hori Proteus going with Hori. Pammy going with Hori. I hope I'm wrong, and I hope Hori becomes Hori once again, but I, I'm the lone wrong. wolf. You are I hope sorry. I'm wrong, guys. I hope I am. Let's move on, guys. We To the light heavyweight we go. One of my yeah. favorite fighters, as you guys know, <laughs> ever. Anything that isn't Anything that is karate, you know I'm all karate He's stance kind of and everything. Karate karate karate. Uh, maybe to you. Uh, yeah, I don't, homie, don't play body. that. But then he's young. Yeah. Well, you know, I'm but sure he's an attractive man. Is... It's like, yeah. <laughs> hey, I, listen, I, I think Karen Bryan agrees <laughs> with you. So the great, the Oda, the Dragon Machida, he will fight. Chael. I used to be a good fighter. Sonin, I'm not sure who really wants this fight. I'm not really sure why this fight is being made. Hopefully it's, it's for the great 41-year-old, the dragon. Uh, I don't really like this fight. So, Proteus, we're going to you. Not because I don't really like this fight, oh. because you're next in line. <laughs> Proteus, <laughs> we go to you. Will it be Leota Machida or will it be Chael P, because P is for Icon, uh, and uh, just to be uh, anti dis, anti is uh, wow anti establishment. Uh, I don't care about this fight at all, man. I mean, it's it's not interesting. Uh, Chael Sonnen um, is yeah still fighting, but I, I I don't know. I'm just not interested in it. I'm going to take Leota Machida. I'm going to take him uh, by decision. You know what? I'm going to steal a Proteus line there, Pam, and I'm going to go, ooh, ooh. Mm-hmm. Uh, the one and only Marco. Marco, will we go to you? Will it be the dragon, Leota Machida, hopefully making a comeback, or will it be the man who should already just be on ESPN only? <coughs> Chell P. Sonnen. Chell P. Hopefully Leota doesn't drink it. Sonnen. <laughs> oh, you took my joke. <laughs> <laughs> okay, uh, look, people forget that in Bellator, Chell has been all right. I mean, he beat Vanderbilt, he beat Rampage. Uh, not that easy task, but the way I see the way Rampage. <clears throat> uh, I mean, Leoto is a more elusive and uh, yada, yada, yada. And I, I liked this fight 10 years ago. I don't know what I, this fight is happening now. But it is what it is. But, you know, Bellator is going to Bellator, man. Bellator is going to Bellator. We get this fight once in a while because they're Martinez. There's names that people recognize. And, uh, I don't know, man. I, I, I'm going to pick Chelsea and just, just because it'll make it interesting. And I like when he talks to Mike because he, I truly believe if Leoto wins, uh, Chelsea is, is probably like getting out of the game. And I like Chelsea in the game, man. He's funny. He's entertaining. He, he will make you care even if the fight doesn't mean anything. And uh, everybody was surprised when he was doing good on the freaking tournament, on the heavyweight tournament. So, 
give me Chelsea by grind down ball in the station. Marco going with Chael P. Dude, I'm not sure. I, I like that one. Pam, we go to you. The don't first lady of Amp Radio. All righty. Did I already give my pick? I'm, I'm going with Leota Machida um, via decision. Pam, we go to you. The voice of reason. The woman All right, that the will voice not take of reason. sides. Okay. You know, I like Chael Sonnen as a commentator. But after, um, I mean, come on, after, you know, all that, that shit talk about, you know, when he fought Tito Ortiz and then to go out in the first round, I do feel that just did it again. <laughs> um, you know, again, with uh, Theodore, the all the shit talk and one more time, you know, first round TKO. So I'm going with um, Leota Machida with the first round TKO. Uh, I think Chael, um, no no cardio. I just can't. It'd be Leota. He came for the Bartley fight and the, and the Bradley fight. I mean, he won those. Oh, we, are, we are grasping at straws on this one, guys. Can we move on, I Tony? <laughs> <laughs> Did everybody go with Leota? No. Did everybody go with Leota? No, we didn't. No, Marco went with Sonnen. Oh, okay. Oh, yeah, yeah. Yes, I did. Okay. That's all right. Yeah, and, and 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 Proteus and Proteus had had uh, had something to say. You about got not the fuck out, man. Thank you. All right, we're not gonna cry. We're gonna, cry. Right? We're gonna move on. Yeah, that's right, Hoanna. We're gonna move on. All right, guys. We go to the bantamweight. We go. Actually, we're not. We're just going to go free for all. You know what? Ain't nobody got time for, for this. We got to talk some UFC 238. To the spotlight fight, we go. Everyone's favorite. Okay. Oh, yeah. We're doing spotlight right now. Oh, okay. Okay. I'm going to cool. go first, guys, because this should be of no surprise. But no, it kind of is a surprise, guys. No? I bet. No, I bet. No. I'm not going to go where you want to go. I got to see. This who, is who, who. a card full of hottie on oh, hottie crime you. here. Valley Lareda. She will fight Larkin Dash. Why is that important and why am I going there instead of Heather Hardy? Because it's going to be hottie Instagram versus hottie Hooter girl. And I'm going Valley Lareda. Will be victorious via KO in the third. Some late kick. Valley okay. Lorita. Shout out to the Hooters girl. Did you say KO in the third by late kick? Got it. Got it. I did. There's no doubt about it. I, I got, I got I it all marked it. down. And got it all marked down. Eleven. Thank you. All right, Pam. We okay. actually, Proteus, we're going to go to you. Your spotlight oh. fight of the night, Proteus, because I know that you're going to give me a middle yeah. finger on this one. All you. Yeah, no, I'm not actually going to give you a middle finger on this one at all. I think I'm going to go to the featherweight feature fight of the night, Edward Dantes versus Juan Archuleta. Archuleta? Does that sound correct to you guys? Mm -hmm. Yeah, that's right on the money. Thank you. Spanish word of the day. Banged it out of the park. Proteus. Yes. Uh, Listen, guys, these are two guys that have, uh, you know, 21 fights in MMA. Uh, one, of course, Archuleta with only one loss uh, against Dantes. 
Uh, we've talked about him before on the show. I think he's, you know, a very talented fighter, obviously, 21-6. and six. Um, I'm going to take Archuleta, though. I'm going to go out there on, on the limb and, and, and say that uh, Archuleta comes through with it in uh, the second round by TKO. What are we talking about? Exactly. Second round TKO. Brody is coming through with a spotlight fight of the night. I thought you were going to go Aaron Pico, Graham. Obviously, I was wrong there. And by the way, Dana sent us a message. Thank you. All right, Pam, we go to you. Your spotlight fight of the night. My spotlight fight of the night, Darian Caldwell versus Kyoji Horiguchi, part two. Um, Uh, lost to uh, Horiguchi with a third round submission. I think Darian uh, knows what's up with him. And uh, part two is going to end with a Caldwell decision. I don't know. I don't know. Horiguchi's a talented fighter, man. He looked really good in their first fight. Yeah, well, it went three. uh, It was a third round submission. And I I don't know how many. Yeah, you're right. Five rounds? Was it five rounds or three? three? I don't remember. It's a three, yeah. So it's a three. But, I'm um, pretty sure. And then that that was in wasn't that not in Japan? When they it was fought? because Darian went over. So now you're out, you're on home turf, no jet lag, no no you know bus butt, none of that stuff. I think Darian gets it done. Real good. Dun, dun, dun. Thank you, Proteus. Obviously, Proteus agrees with you. Marco, we go to you. Your spotlight fight of the night for Bellator. Bellator, 2-2-2. Two, two, two. Bellator, triple deuce. That sounds better. So, I know. It's me. Come on, dude. Just, just let me do it. <laughs> <laughs> uh, whoever Dylan Davis is fighting, I'm picking him to knock Dylan Davis out. That's my pick of the night. Son of a gun. Wow. Hot take there, Proteus. Look at that. You know what? Uh... You get red panty knife for that one, Marco. Break out the red panties. We're rich, baby. Yeah. I just want him to get shot out. So whoever is fighting Dylan Davis, knock that fool out, please. First round knockout for whoever he's fighting, because I cannot pronounce the guy's name. Marco, I don't think Dylan Dennis with an interpreter can pronounce his name, because Dylan Dennis doesn't care about anyone but Dylan Dennis. Uh, and, of course, Conor McGregor's uh, jockstrap, which he's currently holding. Uh, let's 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 hit it, guys, because we do want. You want it so badly, huh? Yes, Joanna, we do want it so badly. Uh, let's go back into it, Marco. Hit the rewind. Rewind. <laughs> guys, we're gonna go a card that was pretty darn good. Shout out to Hobson Gracie, by the way, only because I want to say Hobson. Let's do the rewind, guys, because we missed a very good fight. Come on, we didn't miss it. We all saw it, but we saw it on our own timeline. UFC 238. Shevchenko versus I. That was the main event, right? No? Well, the main event should have been Tony Ferguson versus Donald Cerrone. Because the other one, ain't nobody care. Um, Let's go into this. We worked from the top on down. That's what she said, Proteus. Henry Cejudo, the messenger. By the way, did Henry ever tell you that he won a gold medal? I'm not sure if he did. He defeats Marlon. My balls haven't dropped yet. Marais, who sounds like Mickey Mouse, not joking, in a third round via TKO. Marco, we go to you. Thoughts on Cejudo versus Marlon Marais. Okay. So, 
For whoever was creating on this freaking main event, shut up. For I was. It was an awesome main event. It was an awesome main event. The way uh, Seguro came back from adversity, the first half he was getting owned. Owned by Morais. And then he demoralized Lysine, Morais, by freaking cutting. I see what I did there. <laughs> uh, by uh, taking over on the second round and then PK going, they got on the third, man. Uh, for whatever issues you got with uh, Seguro, with his take, he's calling himself the king of. Uh, what is it uh, whatever, the King of Grinch or something like that? King uh, of Combat. No, no, not the King of Combat. But what people say it is uh, uh, creepy or... Not the, key, the King of Cringy. The King of Cringe. Uh, so the King of Cringe. Thank you there. Uh, if you don't like the thing, you at least were talking about it. And then he showed you on the freaking octagon that the guy is who he said he is. He is now the best bad way in the world. He is the best flyweight in the world. And yes, he's an Olympic gold medalist. So, take the guy. Uh, uh, dude, we need people like this. Whether you want to see him get him beat or you want to see him win, a, a guy that, that, historically speaking, got all these achievements, you want them on the sport. It's good for the sport. And I am rooting for Henry Seguro. That, by the way, he's also a Spanish speaker. And uh, they should take him to Mexico to do a parade on him. And uh, a freaking... Uh, Nikki Bella, start talking to Seguro again because he's going to make more money than freaking John Cena. I like that one. He's not going to make that much money. But, yeah, no, proud of Henry Seguro. Double champ. Triple, he's calling himself Triple C right now. And uh, keep marketing yourself, man. You're, you're doing it the right way. Uh, Pam, we go to you. Do you agree yes, with, with Marco that this was one hell of a main event? It. Actually, it was like the, not the main, it was the, we all know what the main event was, but it was a great fight. Oh, my gosh. It was a great fight. And, um, man, those knees from hell, oh, my gosh. I don't know. It was just, I can't even, it was awesome. I sat my butt on the couch for like six hours, and I didn't move except when I had to go pee. And um, just enjoyed every minute of it. And congratulations to him. And. Yeah, he's cheesy, but hey, man, he he gets the right, um, the cheese casket card. No, 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 he's way too corny for me, guys. I, and he I is, used to like Henry Cejudo, but he he's flown the coup, Pam. He he literally he's taking it a little too far. And I'm sorry, when you're five three, maybe you should just be on Game of Thrones. Shout out to Marco in terms of Game of Thrones um, Game of Thrones reference from Marco there. Um, no one maybe got he's that. A really, grower, okay. not a shower, you know. I guess you know what the last the last time I uh, you know and and it was just com- confusing. Proteus, we go to you. Well, I think that uh, you got a more um, technically contested fight, and you got to see a lot more heart in the main event than you got to see in the people's main event. And I think we all um, had the same point of view that uh, you know uh, uh, the Cerrone fight was the people's main event because it really has. Um, I don't know. People just like Tony is they're not interested in that division. You know, they're not interested in the 125 pound division. They're not interested in the 135 pound division. Tony, are you even interested in the 145 pound division? Probably not. Right. So the, I, the I, middle I, I, of oh, women's what? featherweight. Yes. Yeah. Uh, I'm, I'm just not too sure. Division. I'm oh, just not right. too sure if people are interested in the lower weights guys in the UFC. 
I know uh, we get upset about it, but I thought this was a great fight. I thought that uh, the more um, determined um, Olympic grade, you know, as Marco likes to say, there there are levels to this shit, and Henry <laughs> Cejudo showed us that there was levels to this shit, and 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 Marlon Moraes, he just seemed like he thought that the first round taking out the legs of uh, Henry Cejudo was going to work, and he had banked on that and tried to take the second round off, and fucking Cejudo said, not to, on my watch, bitch, uh, and uh, took over this fight. And, uh, yeah, very impressive win by Cejudo. And I'm not – like I told you guys before, uh, you know, a year and a half ago, I'm not watching the antics before or after. I'm only interested in the fight. It was a great fight. Good job, Henry Cejudo. Well, guys, UFC 238, unfortunately, we saw probably the most brutal knockout in a women, in any women's weight division, literally. At least the one, I've never seen one that brutal. Maybe I have, actually, but not, not in the main stage. Valentina Shevchenko KOs Jessica Evil Eye and does it in a very impressive manner. I know, Pam, that you're not a big fan of Valentina, but, man, she showed it. Proteus, we go to you. Valentina Shevchenko KOs Jessica I in a second with a brutal head kick. Yeah, unfortunately, we we were not able to get uh, this breakdown done for hashtag smack my picks up DJ Tony because unfortunately, sometimes life gets in the way and that's all right. Um, and if anybody thought that it was going the way of uh, Jessica Evil Eye, uh, you had a bad mushroom trip, bud, because this is the kind of thing that we, we knew was going to come. The 125 pound division was made for Shevchenko. We talked about this previously on the show, probably about a year, year and a half ago as well, that, you know, the UFC wants her to be in this position. They want Shevchenko to be in this position. And yeah, you could see systematically Shevchenko breaking uh, eye down, you know, going to those kicks to the body and those kicks to the body, are very heavy, man, and you don't want to take a number of those uh, at all. And then, you know, what happens? Sometimes in the second round, we switch it up when we go to the head, uh, and that's exactly what happened. And uh, a shin to dome, as they said on the uh, broadcast. I mean, uh, I mean that's the, that's the best we can do for UFC commentary. Shin to the dome. Great work by Shevchenko. Um, who's next for who? Who knows? Uh, she's just going to be dominating like Ronda for a little while, I think. And like Joanna did for a little while. Um, you know, as you know, I watched these fights with my, my friend, Steven Savory, and I had to explain to him of Savory goldsmithing, of course. Um, I had to explain to him that this is just what happens, man. That the division is so, so light. It's so, uh, inexperienced right now. DJ had what? 10, 11, uh, title defenses in that division. You know, it, it's kind of like that with this uh, this division as well and with Shevchenko. Great win by her, and uh, I, I look forward to her murdering somebody else in the future. <laughs> Ouch, tell us what you really think. Marco, uh, we're not going to go to Pam yet because Pam can't stand Valentina, hates Valentina. Marco, I'm going to you. Shevchenko versus I. Valentina Shevchenko Jaskilovich. Holy shit. See, but I don't agree with the fact that that was the most brutal kill we ever seen. I mean, we just saw a pay-per-view go freaking uh, Rosa Yeah, we've seen lots of shit to the head. Yeah, 
is, is a most of the units have got body slam KO um, less than a month ago by Jessica Andrade. Jessica Andrade brutally KO Carolina Kovalkiewicz before that. We saw Rosa mm-hmm. Rousey face plan freaking best Korea in Brazil. That, beca- that became a meme. That, that was brutal too. Best what about Holly Holm? Holly Holm looking out Ronda Rousey and best Korea with a head kick. We've seen brutal KOs before. The only reason we're like, like all like uh, like making a big deal about it because it reminds you of the terrierian freaking Edson of Barbosa kill the way the way freaking uh, uh, Jessica I fell back because she went down like a freaking tree. But I mean, more brutal than that KO was freaking uh, uh, kind of uh, Kevin Cater knocking out Ricardo de Lama Lama after broke his jaw in three places. Yeah. The, 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 it was uh, like visually a bad thing, and again, Jessica was on the ground for three minutes. She doesn't got any broken bones. You know, she got a concussion. She'll be fine. I mean, it, it sucks for her. She became a highlight reel. Uh, who wants this ball from Martina Chuchenko? Uh, I don't. I don't think it. they might say they want it, but they really don't. I think the only one that would be interesting for me, and I, this is completely out of the blue. The person that just beat her, uh, Valentina's sister, Antonina Chechenko, Roxanne Maraferri. Valentina. Yeah, right. <laughs> For the honor of your family, you have to avenge your sister, Antonina, because Antonina lost to Roxanne, and Roxanne uh, came to your dojo and, and destroyed your sister. So go and, and, and obliterate Roxanne Maraferri. But nobody wants that smoke, man. Valentina is uh, the best fighter on that division right now. She will be for a while. Until somebody rises up, I, I would love to see a Jessica Andras that fought at 135 before, go to 125 and challenge her. But not now. Maybe next year. Let them get some defense defenses on the freaking uh, on the wing column, and then then they maybe get those two to to clash at 125. Yeah, yeah. I, I believe you. Go right ahead. It was a it was a hit kick and it was devastating and it was a highlight reel, but. Oh, I don't see what it's a big deal. As we've seen people get knocked out before and worse than that. Yeah, it was it was brutal. It is brutal. When they when they stiffen up, guys, it's brutal. Pam, I'm gonna go to you because I know that you cannot stand Valentina Shevchenko. I'm curious to see. I know you can't stand Valentina, and I don't know why. She's very likable, but not, before... I can't. Well, like I don't like these five. She's just not my favorite. She's just not my favorite. I think that right now, of course, she is unbeatable in that division. But keep in mind, she had to move uh, to a different weight class because she couldn't get a belt in the other weight class. Um, Ouch. Her <laughs> no, no, I'm not, not being – I mean, you're looking at she, who she fought, Juliana, and, and she fought and beat uh, Juliana Pena. Well, you go to Juliana Pena's um, record, and it's like, who did she fight? You go to Holly Holm. She was Holly a good Holm fighter, Priscilla Cochera, the up-and-coming, who did she fight? You know, two losses, or Joanna coming off of two losses. Jessica I, Dios mio, uh, coming off of uh, one, two, three, four, you know, a five-loss streak. So who who's she going to fight? You know, who's she going to fight? She, you know, uh, I don't know. It's just, um, I don't know. I don't even know what to say, but, but good for her. The only person she lost to the DFC is Amanda Nunez, that is a two-way champion. But I, I got a, a little reference about uh, Valentina that is a little bit unfair in life. Multiple-time multi-champion, freaking 
a dance national champion, you know, in Peru. She speaks three languages. She got a USC bell. She probably poops gold. I, mean, I don't know, man. That, that, that girl, everything she does is win. Life is not fair. I agree. And, by the way, they gave her a, a hero's welcome. They're going to freaking start building temples and worshiping her out there in Kurdistan or wherever she's from, man. Because, man, all she does is freaking win. She works really hard at her craft, guys. We we have to give her credit for that. I mean, in terms of just being uh, fundamentally sound, I don't know if there's a more fundamentally sound fighter, I kid you not, guys, than Marco. I'm going to you because guess what? We're going literally to the main event. I, in my mind, this was the main event. There's no doubt about it. Tony Ferguson, I guys. I, I don't know if I just – Always count him out, or I just think he's maybe a little too loony. But, man, this guy delivers. He's literally the postman, Proteus. He is the one and only postman because he always delivers. I kid you not. Tony Ferguson defeats Donald Cerrone in what could be called, I think it was going to happen anyway because Donald's Mm -hmm. eye was just was just thrashed, but man, I don't know why he blew his nose. Proteus, we go to you. This was one of the wackiest fights I've seen in quite some time. I think it ended the way it was supposed to, but Proteus, Ferguson defeats Cerrone. Well, I just wanted to take a a, a lyric from a a live song that is called Shit Town, Uh, and in that song, they say the mailman visits us all in time. Uh, So that just goes along with what you were saying, that he is the Mailman. Thank you. Listen, um, yeah, I don't know if the third round would have been any more successful for Donald Cerrone. Um, We saw him do well in the first, and then Tony Ferguson, um, you know, doing doing El El Kukui stuff and just pulling, you know, elbows. I think you got the Kuki right, (laughs) Cody. I'll get to that. In, the, I'll get to that in cookie? a second. I'll get to that, and I'll get that. I'll get to that in a second. Um, but uh, you know, he was actually watching. If you watch some of the the replays of the fight, he was actually wa- waiting for Donald Cerrone to um, react to what he was doing before he threw uh, any kind of spinning elbow. Uh, it was quite actually amazing to watch. If you yeah, that's if you really right break it money. down. Yeah, yeah, it's it's uh, and of course if you if you look what Tony Ferguson has done not only to Donald Cerrone but if there's a a, a a popular meme out there right now that shows that he's bloodied up most of the people he mm-hmm. fights because he he is long and lanky and he's throwing lots he, he's got he's got. Uh, cardio for days and he seems to be able to throw just about anything whenever he wants to um and donald cerrone was was taking on some damage guys i mean yes we were trading jabs for a while i'm sorry i can't talk over this noise i don't know what it is i hear it too can you hear it yeah who's doing dishes okay um, so uh, where I started, uh, finished off there, Tony Ferguson, you know, uh, with an impressive win over Donald Cerrone and Donald Cerrone, like he says, he doesn't quit, but that was a rookie mistake. DJ Tony, if you ask me to, uh, 
try and blow the nose. And you could see on his face how much of a mistake that was. Um, but again, we're not in there with a broken orbital bone, DJ Tony. We're not in there, you know, having to fight this young up-and-coming fighter and Tony Ferguson who should probably be the champ or have fought for a championship, um, you know, not just the interim title. Um, so, yeah, I mean, when this fight was announced, I thought it was a little soon for Donald Cerrone, and I think we saw that it was a little too soon for Donald Cerrone, and I think that Donald Cerrone, if he wants to take his uh, career seriously and actually vie for a title, uh, he has to take time off. He cannot take these fights, Tony, on 30 days' notice um, here, here. against a guy who, who has not fought. Tony Ferguson hadn't fought in a long period of time. And Donald Cerrone coming off of, uh, you know, who knows if Donald Cerrone was even healed from his previous fight before he got in the ring with Tony or the octagon against uh, Tony Ferguson. So that's all I have to say about that. Thank you. You know what? Actually, very, very true. Uh, Pam, let's go to you on this one. Ferguson Mm -hmm. versus Cerrone. Great fight. Oh, my gosh. Great fight. Tony Ferguson looked like he had just fought a couple of months ago. I mean, no ring rust. No, I mean, he was moving. I mean, he was just so fluid. Just is it's almost like everything he did was perfect. Um, and that's what I was wondering too with Cerrone. I know he loves to fight, but he had just fought a month ago, you know, um, granted he, he didn't get hurt, but still, I think you still need a little bit of time for your, your body to recuperate from the, you know, from the weight cuts and, and from everything else that you're doing. But, Vintage uh, Tony Ferguson, what can you say? Um, the only thing that I hated was that, that late hit, and and it was not anything that was done maliciously, and I know a lot of people were Good booing. Good point. And, that was weird. Well, you know, no, it was, no, no, no. I, I think I'm it was gonna, just – Can um, I step in here for a second? Can I step yeah. in here for a second, Pam? Because I made a uh-huh. note on this one. I made a note on this one that uh, Mergliata screamed break three times. Yeah. So go ahead. You yeah. you finish what you were saying. Oh, you said what did you I, I what did you say? I, you were the um, the ref Mergliata, Dan Mergliata, mm-hmm. He screamed, he screamed stop, three times before. Sorry, he sell, he yelled break three times, and then Tony Ferguson hit him again. It, that's when he hit him with that late hit. Mm-hmm. So Mergliata said stop three times, and he still hit him. So you go ahead and tell him. If, Tell us what you got to say. Okay. So, no, I don't think it was done maliciously. I, I think it was, you know, maybe you're so, so in the zone that, um, you know, I, I don't know if you've ever yeah. done um, any kind of sports. Um, I, I've done sports my whole, you know, when I was a kid. And, and when you get in there and you get into that zone where you don't hear anything, you know, I, I you yeah. know, ran track, did volleyball, softball. And you don't hear anything because John you're Jones. in that zone, you know. So I, I don't know, but I, you know, I hate that it happened. But I, I truly feel, and knowing Tony Ferguson, um, I mean, not knowing him personally, but but the way that he is, that was not done maliciously. You know, it wasn't. You know, he he's not a dirty fighter. In other words, I think it was but, just. But you know what, Pam, Pro- Proteus is mm-hmm. right though, guys, because we all like Tony Ferguson. I think. But the problem is we can't give him a, a, a pass and then not give GDR a pass, right? Because Jermaine, Jermaine Durandamy did the same thing, and 
I don't know, guys. I thought it was pretty. I I, I wasn't in favor of it. Proteus is right. Dan Dan Speedy Merzliata okay, actually. Even if so, okay, if they would have taken a point away, he he would have still won the he was still win, he would have still won the fight even if you would have took a point away That's or true. whatever. If they run it back, you know, the thing is, you know. If they run it back, I, okay. I I still see the same outcome, truthfully. It, yeah, it, it just brings up a different conversation, Tony. With you know uh, what I saw in in the uh, Peter Yan fight as well. That the and it's a it's a conversation that we've had many times on the show <laughs> that the refs don't want to do anything. The refs don't actually want to be refs because they don't want to they don't want to interfere in the flow of the fight. And I think the refs need to be. Refs. I don't think we've heard from Marco on this fight, have we yet? So let's get to Marco. Yeah. No, we have, we need to go to Marco. Marco, yeah, Ferguson versus a cowboy. Well, when it comes to the fight, the fight was fantastic. You know, it was all that it was advertised. I was super glad they gave it the main event uh, treatment. You know, with the introductions and uh, you know, bring it into the center of the ring. I was it was super cool, even though it was the feature fight. <clears throat> uh, the consensus is that. You know, uh, Cerrone did really well in the first round. Even even doing well in the first round, he was still behind on the and two out of the three judges' scorecards. And on the second round, he was getting routed, man. And uh, everybody see what Tony Ferguson does to people. I mean, he, he was marking out Cerrone really, really bad. Uh, the right guy won the fight. Uh, the, 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 the consensus also is that if you got to go into the third round, Cerrone would have suffered unnecessary damage because the fight was trending in one direction and one direction only. Because Kukui was not going to slow down. He was going to freaking pick the pace up. Uh, the push after the, the bell, it was unfortunate. However, I, I'm going to give it to the commissioner, to Gugliata. The way they handled it was the proper way to do it according to the rule. They stopped the fight. They went to the replay. They ensure that the, the, the points did not affect the fight that, that the eye of Cerrone blew up. They went to the whole procedure, the whole process, and then they make a call. And they made the right call. TKO because Cerrone could not answer the bell. You know, a doctor stoppage because everybody saw it. As soon as he blew his nose, his, his freaking eye just pop up like the freaking elephant man. Uh, Eddie Alvarez did the same thing too, do you remember? Yeah, yeah. The bottom line is, Great fight. They got fight of the night, deservedly so. A little bit anticlimactic because everybody wanted the third round, but it, it's not happening. Everybody the wanted night. the fifth round. <laughs> yeah, all right. If they do it, if they run it back again, that I do not agree with, make it a, a main event or a final or, or, or an ESPN card, you know, because that deserves a five-round outing. However, Tony Ferguson deserves to be the next contender of the, the Potier versus Khabib winner. And uh, the guy has won 12 freaking fights on a roll. The last time Tony Ferguson won, I mean, the, the, the last time Tony Ferguson lost in, 2002, in March of 2012, there wasn't even women's MMA on the UFC. Don't Rousey yeah. and, and Liz Camus have been having yeah. So, Marco, this, let me ask you a question. Marco, yeah. do you think that if GSP wants to fight near me, if he wins that fight, they do that? Because it just seems like what with what you're saying, the, the hardcore fans want to see Nermi fight the next guy. We want to see him fight Ferguson. But again, they've tried to book this fight, what, four times now? This would be the fifth. 
Yeah. Sorry, Tony, to, to, to uh, overtake you there, but I want to hear what Marco has to say. I apologize. Okay, the guy was an interim champion. He he has beat two former champions. He got a 12-5 winner the stake. He just beat the winningest freaking guy in UFC history in Cowboys running. If, the, if Tony Ferguson, that, by the way, is not getting any younger, doesn't get a freaking title shot next. I mean, I, I, you know who I am about this thing. I, I always pull in for the biggest the biggest and the better fights, you know? But Tony Ferguson put himself in that position. He is the, the, the rightful number one contender after Dusty Javid. After Dusty Javid and Tony Ferguson happened uh, with the winner, make whatever fight you want. I don't really give a shit after that. But we have been waiting for this Javid Tony fight, but not disrespect to, to, to Dustin, because, you know, we're going to talk about that fight when it happens. We, be, we have been waiting for the fight forever. They had to make it four times, five times, six times. Try to make it ten times, but make it fucking happen. You know, Tony Ferguson, on my ass right now, is the uncrowned light, lightweight champion. And uh, we, we need to make sure that, to, to make sure that who, who is the best lightweight in the world, you need to put the two best lightweights on the planet together, and that is Javik and Tony. Amen. You know, I I don't. How do you, how do you argue against that, you guys? I mean, that's that's pretty. Exactly. You know, spot on. Let Let's move into this. So we're running out of time. Like literally, we ran out of time several minutes ago. But I want to go into this quickly, and we'll go into this very very quickly. Dan, we're going to go to you, ladies first. Mm-hmm. I want to I want to do a combo, sort of spotlight fight of the night slash up down report. So you're going to give me two things. Okay. You're going to give me a fight that we didn't talk about that deserves okay. attention, and then you're going to give me, um, well, let's do that, and then I'll, I'll lead you into the up-down report. So, Pam, give okay. me a spotlight fight for UFC 238 that we have not spoken about. Okay, and you sound like you're gargling. Um, my spotlight fight was uh, Nina Ansaroff and Tatiana Suarez, and right. that was a great fight. Now, you're going up-down, and it's just kind of um, who stocks go up, Tatiana Suarez goes up because she is now 8-0. But also, Nina Ansaroff's stocks go up because she, if that fight would have gone 10 more seconds, she would have won that fight. So I think this one, both both of them, their stocks rise on both of these girls. Um, stock goes down, Jessica I, you're done. She's done. That, that was her one and only title shot chance. Yeah. I, I agree with you on, on both of those. Proteus, we go to you. So, uh, oh. spotlight fight of the night that we haven't spoken about. And, of course, let's go into your up-down report. Well, I, I don't I, – I, at risk of stealing this from uh, Marco, I, I was extremely impressed with the Peter Yan fight against Iami Rivera. I thought that fight was probably the – best fight uh, besides the Shevchenko fight. Technically, I thought Peter Yan, not only did he show that he has a chin, but showed that he is a very technical fighter against a very game Yimmy Rivera. I think Yimmy needs to uh, work on his corner a bit because, yeah, I mean, it's great to go out there and, and throw caution to the wind. Uh, and maybe get knocked out by the guy, but uh, I just thought that uh, advice was very old school. So um, my uh, 
up report has got to be Peter Yan. I thought uh, uh, Petra Yan, however you want to do it. Um, I thought that that he, that he fought very very well in that fight. Of course, I and my down report unfortunately has to be KK uh, Carolina Kovalevich. I think that she is. I think that she is unfortunately getting a lot of pressure from uh, her partner uh, to to settle down and, and start a family. I think she said that in in her last fight, and I think Alessa Grasso. Uh, Alexa Grasso uh, looked really good in this fight and, uh, you know, deserved to get all the praise, but down report, KK. In more ways than one. She looked good in more ways than one. Um, uh, Marco, before to you, uh, before I go to you, I'm going to go with my spotlight fight of the night. Um, you guys are going to think I'm kidding, but to start off the, the entire card, Caitlin Shukagian defeats Joanne yeah, Calderwood. Right I thought this fight would go the way it it went, meaning no one's going to knock each other out. I thought it would be a good kickboxing fight. It wasn't. It was actually kind of boring. Um, my up report uh, goes to what you already gave, Brodius. Actually, I'll, I'll throw it different. How about this? My up report will go to Algermaine Sterling, who I thought looked absolutely fantastic. Mm, that was a good um, one. Against Pedro Munoz and my down report, guys, uh, Angela Hill. I don't know what's going on with her, but she's, she can yep, win everywhere but the UFC. So, uh, Marco, I go to you. So your um, first off, your spotlight fight for UFC 238, and your up down report, please. I'm gonna give you two spotlight fights. Eddie Wilde knock a nice. full out, and yeah. Calvin yeah. Kero, Calvin Kero brooks Ricardo Lamas Jaw. My yeah. up report is for, is for the triple champ Henry Seguro, because you know it's also a double champ. Yeah. You know, let's, yeah. let's stick with the state because it surprised everybody. He was the underdog, and uh, he's a double champ now. So my down report tied to Ibasa. Uh, not a good chance for Shui. Uh, that was a terrible uh, fight. Uh, yeah, it was a two-fight losing streak. Uh, uh, he got some moments there, but Tai uh, Tuivasa needs to go to the drawing board and, uh, and uh, figure something out because even though it's not an easy fight, I mean, don't get me wrong, but Tai Tuivasa was supposed to win that fight and he didn't. And now, you know, so that's my double point, uh, Tai Tuivasa. Damn, good. Yeah, that's a good that's one. A good All one. right, guys. Yeah, let's let's wrap it up. We're going to hit the music right now. We're going to wrap this thing up. Um, I do want to give a quick shout-out, guys. If you guys will allow me, I'll go first in terms of this. Um want to give a quick shout-out to the one and only Mackenzie Dern. Just had a baby girl, so shout-out to yeah, Mackenzie. Cheers for that. Mackenzie Dern. And I also want to give a shout-out, guys, to Beck Rawlings and uh, – and Leslie Smith, who have now signed with uh, Bellator, so Bellator, keep it up because at least you have your attention. Pat, Swipe right, honey. Swipe right. Real quick, is Leslie Smith going to try to unionize the, the Bellator fighters? I mean, she trails them. Nope. Well, why is she trying to in Bellator? She should. Yeah, but then she's going to be uh, back at LFA or the PFL then. Uh, because I don't think anybody wants to do that, unfortunately, and, and they should. But the reality is that the, what people yeah. should do and what people do are two different things. Pam, we go to you. A mm-hmm. pleasure or a shout-out, anything you want to do? You know, I haven't even <laughs> been doing it. I, I've been like a slug. I've been working like crazy. So shout-out to me for fucking working like crazy. <laughs> shout-out to you. Shout-out. At Pandora Box with two X's. 
That's right. Oh my gosh. And we saw her at Pandora Box with the double X for working hard. So my guilty pleasure will be, and I'm giving it to you right now. Cody, as we go to you, your guilty pleasure, or of course, um, yes. Yeah, I'm going to do not only Produce's shower pick, uh, but because I'm not the host of the show tonight, I'm going to do a guilty pleasure. Uh, my guilty pleasure is The Chef Show on Netflix. <gasps> I want to um, see that. How is it? It's really good, actually. I've been enjoying it. Um, you know, not only is uh, binging with Babish on the third episode, um, but it's, it's a really good breakdown so far for me. Uh, who was an aspiring chef uh, when he was younger? Did you see but the movie? Met chef. I did not. I didn't know the. Movie. Movie. Uh, I watch, uh, yeah, the, the, the series is based off the movie. Check out the movie. Yeah, I think you correct. would totally dig it. Totally dig it. Wow. Yeah, yeah. I'm, I, I, I do. I do uh, want to watch the movie, but I'm enjoying uh, the show that they're doing right now on Netflix. Uh, check it out, the Chef Show. And of course, uh, Proteus's shower pick from last week uh, was Latini's Juice by Live. Um, check it out. It's an old song, but it rocks. I am wow. all All right, love so we you. welcome. Close the show. So, my guilty pleasure this new show on History Channel called Unidentified. Hey, you guys gotta get it, Spook. Yes. The former freaking uh, uh, head of the, the, the Department of Defense of the Advanced Space Threat Identification Program, Chris Mellon, uh, Undersecretary of uh, Intelligence of the, uh, the, the, the Department of Defense, they interviewed Navy pilots, Navy radar operators about the UFO encounter of the USS Nimitz on 2004. You want to get a spook and see what we know and what we don't know and what is flying on our, our skies that we cannot even freaking catch. Watch Unidentified on Friends on the History Channel. The show you want- was really, really well made. Uh, and, uh, you know, it's a whole bunch of freaking veterans they are talking to you, you know, with uh, security clearances. And there is this videos that everybody has seen on the Internet of the, the fighter pilots chasing the UFOs. So watch Unidentified on History Channel. It's, it's a great show. It's really, really well made. Uh, follow Producer Produce. Follow Pana Pandora Box. Follow Tony at I am DJ Tony. Follow me at Maldo Marco. Follow the show at another MMA cast. Read and review our snackleheads. Uh, we're on uh, iTunes, Google Play, uh, Blog Talk Radio. Give us a five-star review. Give us a comment. It shows the algorithm. Price uh, this weekend on Friday. Bellator, we're going to leave you guys. Catch you guys next week. Enjoy the fights. And just like that, Bammy. Out of here. Mwah. Hey, I'm not surprised, motherfuckers.